episode 226, Global From Asia. We're talking about Colombia and Latin America. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now, your host, Michael Michelini. Okay, everybody, thank you for choosing to download and click listen to Global From Asia podcast number 226. As always, show notes and links and uh, other cool stuff and pictures of every every person we have on the show we have a photo some people just listen to itunes but we do put photos you can check it out globalformasia.com slash episode 226 and i've been saying on my newsletter too and i feel like a broken record but my kid while recording his intro it's actually my son's fourth birthday fourth year he was born when this podcast was just getting started i remember this podcast was about half a year old when he was born and i was doing some intro recording in the hospital I even think if I remember correctly and uh, time is flying this will be five years in October and uh, and I'm loving it one new thing we started is the global from Asia help platform globalfromasia.com slash help and it's a way for people to connect with each other and us to kind of get out of the middle because our emails are getting overloaded and even though we got six people on the team now and growing it's uh it's it's just hard to manage all these people asking for different kinds of help so we put together this little easy platform it's basically a form that you can fill out and uh, it's free for now at least it's free we're helping people and then we can review it we're not just going to post it directly but if if it's approved and you approve it we'll post it on our help platform so other people can read your request and reach out to you so i'm going to try to find different ones to talk about and one that i thought was pretty cool that just came in literally today is uh, a knife company it's literally from a czech republic in europe literally in hong kong i think they found our blog and uh, they're looking for warehousing help in hong kong and china for distribution and uh and uh, logistics uh, literally he uh or she posted it they have 300 knives and 200 cutting boards in stock in hong kong and they're looking for someone to handle order processing and dispatch of the orders in in asia so if you're a service company or, or an entrepreneur wants to get involved with this this opportunity for um this knife company this is just one of there's about uh something like 15 of them on the site now and uh, a few pending i know it takes a couple days also my my team is asking me i'm trying to make sops and processes for approving these faster but if you have something you want we will uh, i'll try to shout out a couple on the podcast and our email newsletter and our social media and we're working hard to uh, connect you we also got a new chat system so you can chat to us on the site as long as there's somebody online in a week so things are happening here I'm trying to keep shaking things up testing new things as you should in your life and in your business and for this week's show we're at episode 226 we're talking about south america and colombia it's a it's a fun one i i'll talk about it a little bit in the show too i was down there in esteban as a, a listener and connected with claudia and uh it's a crazy story how we connected and and uh, we're we got some some very interesting announcements for uh, things we're going to be doing together. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll recap at the end. But for now, let's tune into the show. 
love Global from Asia and want to get even more, then check out our members-only area at gfavip.com. Here you'll get insights and access to me as well as other members in our private forum, as well as a ton of other valuable knowledge and information, as well as special connections, monthly calls, insights, discounts on product services and events, and more. Plus, it really helps support the show. Check it out at www.gfavip.com. Okay, thank you everybody for tuning in to another Global From Asia podcast. We have a very interesting show today. It's going to be talking about Latin America, and we have with us Esteban, our new Hey, Mike. Part- How are you? Great, great. How are you doing? Good, good. Just, you know, getting back here to the uh, other side of the world. Uh, from being in China and having a really good time at the Crossborder Summit. Yeah, we had quite, it's been, as of recording, it's almost a month, not even a month really, but almost a month. And uh, yeah, we are uh, still getting amazing feedback from people that came and made connections and uh, and learned new strategies. So, so it's really uh, exciting. Thanks for supporting and speaking and coming. And uh, I really, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it was an amazing experience for me. I met so many people, so many successful people, so many smart people. Um, it's unbelievable. You have a big network and a, a network of really, really good people. Awesome. Thanks for that. Yeah. Well, you're one of them. You're, it's, it's great. <laughs> we've, been, uh, we've been talking for almost a year now and uh, about, this, uh, about this expansion to Latin America and and uh, finally, get you on the show. We've been, you know, focused on that this past summit, and uh, we've got a lot of exciting things to share with with listeners. And you had a great speech also at the at the summit about opportunities in Latin America. So we're going to be sharing about about that and some of your experiences too. But maybe first, um, do you mind just uh, introducing yourself for everybody? Of course. Well, my name is Esteban Kadamani. Um, I was born in Colombia, June 2nd, 1983, uh, and uh, I've been living in Miami for the past 17 years. I live and work here, my, but my family, uh, uh, my friends, everybody still lives in Cartagena, and um, I, right now I have a few businesses. My main one, or the, the, the one that I dedicate most of the time, is Infinite Windows. Uh, Infinite Windows is a glass and glazing manufacturer and uh, distributor. And uh, that's how actually I, I got into China because I started manufacturing some of my products in China. And uh, I saw a huge potential, a huge opportunity there, which um, we're going to talk about now. Yep. Yeah. And speaking about Miami, I, I was just down there, you know, it's near for my family. And the crazy story of how we connected was there was a networking event in Shenzhen and I met your partner, Santiago. Uh, he's awesome for sure, and he's a he's a he's a really friendly guy. And we were chatting, and then there was also some other people from different parts of Latin America. And I was like, oh, I know some someone, Claudio, which I think I'm sure is listening to this show. And uh, and uh, so I connected them in a WeChat group, and then and then it got you involved, and then all this talk about opportunities with uh, you know GFA and and uh, and the Americas and everything, and. Uh, it's a, uh, it's a power of networking and can relationships again. <laughs> so I know, you know, I've, I've been studying Chinese for the past two years 
And uh, my class only has like maybe 10 people, uh, not that many, but one of them is Claudia. And uh, she's the only Colombian in my class, by the way. Uh, but then okay. one day, Santiago sends me a picture on, we, uh, on WeChat uh, showing me, do you know this, this uh, lady? Her name is Claudia. And I'm like, oh, my God, no way. Yeah, she sits right next to me on class every Saturday. <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, and that's wow. how I ended up connecting. And it's, uh, it's amazing how small the world is. Definitely. Yeah. Shout out Claudia. She's, uh, she's been following <laughs> along with the blog and the podcast so many years and, uh, we all appreciate her. And so let's, let's get into some of the, the content today with, uh, Latin America. I mean, and also, you know, Colombia, I got an opportunity to go down there for a couple of days and hang out with you and, uh, and see, see some amazing things. We'll, we'll, we'll also share a little bit on this show. Uh, but yeah, I think um, I still get a lot of feedback when I talk about Colombia, a little bit of jokes and, uh, you know, of course yeah. there's that reputation, uh, but I saw a lot. I didn't see it before, but it's definitely not what I, what people think it is when I went there. Maybe you can share a little bit about some of the transitions or the history. Yeah, well, you know, I'm glad that you brought that up and asked the first question because I think it's one of the most important ones. But let me give you a fun fact that you're gonna like. Did you know that Colombia was considered the happiest country in the world for two years in a row, 2013 and 2014, which is recently? Um, and I think that that says a lot. It says a lot about what the country is right now and, and the change that has been happening. And, you know, I think everybody knows what happened in Colombia and everybody knows Pablo Escobar and all the mm -hmm. movies and TV series. Mm -hmm. uh, but I, I don't want to talk about that because that's in the past. Um, I like to tell my friends, my, my Western friends, uh, that we probably got that recognition of being the happiest country in the world because uh, we're happy that we don't have to deal with the violence anymore. Uh, so, you know, and, and I think that's what it is. I mean, people are really happy. People are uh, the economy is booming. Uh, people are, feel safe, which they couldn't before. I could tell you stories and stories about how, you know, I couldn't even travel to a different city by car because you could get uh, kidnapped. And, uh, but that's not the story anymore. My 19-year-old my sister drives to cities where, uh, I, you know, you couldn't drive even with uh, bodyguards. <laughs> Wow. Uh, so things have changed and I think that I'm not the only one that knows that there's a lot of media that you can go and, and search in, in Google by Duo. I, I don't know. Uh, but um, I'm going to read you some. I, I love to read about the stories and I love to read okay. about these um, articles that are being made. I'm, I'm going to read you a few uh, um, titles. Uh, this one is from The Telegraph in the UK. How Medellin transformed from dangerous to innovative. Uh, this is another one from uh, the National Geographic. Colombia's big comeback. Uh, and there's several more. A country transformed Colombia from failed state to Latin American powerhouse. Peace and prosperity, the Colombian miracle. And uh, Lonely Planet, I'm sure you know Lonely Planet, the, yeah. the media outlet for tourism. Of course. Uh, named last year, Colombia as the second best country to visit in the world. So, Whoa. you know, 
things have definitely changed and and we are we have a big heart we went through a lot of trouble and uh we definitely don't want to go back to those days so uh there's like a, a saying, there's a saying now that uh the only risk in colombia is wanting to stay <laughs> yeah I, I i didn't want to leave i was there I, just too short I, I think three days two nights and uh yeah it was too too fast so uh Maybe we could also link, if you want to send me some of those links, I can put it in the show notes. Of too. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm send you the links. I think that would be great. And uh, so now the opportunity we've been really talking about a lot is relations with China and Asia. Um, of course, China is a hot, hot topic, but you know, also throughout Asia and Latin America. And you've shared that at the, at the summit. And, uh, and you, I think, of course, just like we talk about cross-border, there's lot of into China so exporting from Latin America with the resources and other goods and then maybe we can also talk a little about I know there's a lot of Amazon sellers and e-commerce sellers um, that are interested in the Latin America South America market so there's a um, some lot of stuff happening right yeah I mean well let me put it to you this way uh, Mike do you remember when Bitcoin was 10 15 dollars uh, and go back in time and think, oh my God, I wish that I would have invested in that. Uh, I had so many friends calling me about it that you need to buy this. And I'm like, what is that? No, get out of here. Uh, well, that's what Latin America is right now. Latin America right now is a baby that is about to explode and we need to be part of it. And I think the biggest reason why Latin America and China are gonna grow so much together it's because we both need each other. China needs what Latin America has and Latin America needs what China has. And I think that we are very culturally different and obviously the language difference is, is huge, but we're pretty much alike in many things. And um, I think that we can work together and I think that we, we can make it very successful. Um, so, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm, I'm really, when I, when I went to China and I saw everything that was going on there, it's when I, I'm here in the States and I read the, the U.S. media and, and the news and what I read and, and what I learned about China before traveling the first time was not what I saw there, which is exactly the same thing that happens with Latin America or, you know, Colombia in particular, you know, what, what what it said there it sells a lot of newspapers and, and gives a lot of clicks but it's not the reality um so but when i went there one of the biggest surprises was that china is more open to foreign products and some of those products they need them you know it, they, they they don't have enough land to grow um the food that they consume and Latin America is a vast land with so many agricultural abundance, uh, meat, fish, um, you know, you name it. There, there's a huge opportunity for many things, but also for e-commerce, also for uh, people trying to sell, people that are used to selling their products in the U.S. or all over Europe, they could sell it in Latin America as well. Exciting. Yeah, I know a lot of, a lot of uh, opportunities. And, uh, you know, what was crazy that you said, uh, which country is it? Uh, 
Ecuador? No visa Ecuador. to China? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how many countries do you know that don't need a visa to go to China? It's true. It's uh, it's insane. Um, and yeah, like you say, of course, China is going to continue to grow and need more resources. Such, yeah, like um, oil. And we've been talking to some people already about like different meats and uh, different parts of, yeah, like consumables and this and of course there's so many produce and vegetables so there's just a, a ton of opportunities and, yeah mike and you know what the the what i'm what we're doing i mean latin america has been selling to china for years and this is not something new the difference is that you know before it was between large corporations and government to government it was never done at this scale the medium the small businesses and in part because of the cultural and language differences. But that's what we're here for, to help build that bridge and make sure that everyone is successful, that everyone has an opportunity, not just to buy products, but also to sell their products in Latin America. Yeah, and one one really amazing thing that I, I wanna learn more about too uh, is the warehousing, because I learned also that Colombia is the only country in South America that has uh, ports on both the Pacific and Ocean Atlantic. So you were sharing a little bit uh, at the summit that you could basically send something from China to the, through the Pacific and then land and then go like Atlantic up into like, um, you know, on demand too. You don't have to send all of it because I know a lot of people complain about expensive FBA warehousing or, or U.S. warehousing. So you, it was crazy cheap, some of the pricing you had given. So there's also some weird, weird, weird opportunities like this that I didn't even think of. Yeah, well, let me, regarding the, uh, that Colombia is the only country with both oceans in South America, let me give you another cool fact. I, I love to give those facts to you. Um, yeah, sure. Did you know that Panama was part of Colombia? And in <laughs> fact, it was only until November in 1903 that was separated and independent from Colombia. Yeah. Um, and that was because the United States sent its Navy to support the separation. Oh. Uh, and for that, you know, the United States was granted the 100 year lease of the Panama Canal, which was oh. obviously very convenient. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's what was at stake. Uh, but if you hold a map and search for Colombia, Panama is only a little peninsula. And Colombia has, you know, it still has both the Pacific and the Atlantic Ocean, we can, which we can use to export or import from either coast um, and also to export to either coast of the United States. So if you want to export to Los Angeles, you know, we have another way to do it. If you want to export to Florida or New York, um, you could do it through the other way. So, so that's the, the flexibility uh, that Colombia offers. And, you know, one of the, the, the government has done a really cool thing, um, taking advantage of this, which, and it opened up uh, to many uh, people and corporations uh, to open up free trade zones. Um, so you can now have a free trade zone in Colombia and you could have it either on the uh, West Coast or on the East Coast, warehouse your products there. And then even, I mean, you could even use those free trade zones to repackage your products or manufacture parts that are, you know, uh, maybe some of the parts are, are actually cheaper to buy in Colombia. So you can put them together, whatever you're exporting and manufacture in Colombia and then send it to the US. 
but also, if you just want to store your products in Colombia, uh, in the free trade zone, you pay no taxes, you hold them there, and then you do the distribution from there uh, to anywhere in the United States or to anywhere in Latin America, because that's what Colombia is. It's the gateway to the Americas. It's the, the middle part between North America and South America. So the location is strategically perfect. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, a lot of facts, and I, I'm embarrassed, but I pulled up a map just to see the <laughs> Panama connection. Well, uh, that's, I, that's what I wanted you to do, and everybody listening. <laughs> yeah, and so, so we're kind of talked about it, but yeah, free trade zones. I mean, we talk about this on the show and a blog a lot with Chinese free free trade zones. So it's a similar similar concept where. Like you said, people can ship goods there. They don't have to actually import into Colombia to pay tax. So you could re-export them to the U.S. or other parts of Latin America, um, which is pretty nice. So there's there's a few. I, we drove by one. We didn't get to go inside because it was a short trip. Uh, but in Colombia, I saw I I saw some some there's a lot under construction. Sixteen. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's twelve of them that already. Uh, have been in work for, I mean, that have been working and open for the past few years. And then there's like another four that are under construction and every single one um, um, works for or specializes in a different industry or field. Um, so, you know, that's why I don't, you know, I, at the, at the uh, cross-border summit, I didn't really explain what they do and what each one and where they're located, because it all depends really what you're trying to do and what your product is um so we can and, and that's what we're here for it's not just going into colombia it's actually helping you helping you focus and and make a strategy for uh your industry and and to make you and help you be successful and uh, another cool thing is that colombia has a free trade agreement with the united states um it was actually signed in may 2012 and uh, you know depending on the product uh, some products have preference tariffs than others. Others are, have free taxes. So that really depends on the products that are being imported. Uh, but in general, what this creates is that it makes it easier to warehouse your products tax-free in Colombia, hold it there before it gets sold, and whether it gets taxed or not, you can pay less for storage until it gets sold, and then do yeah. all the distribution from there. Definitely seems like a good, good chance. I mean, I guess listeners and even me are wondering, is there service providers or is there opportunity to make a service or, or, or I mean, is there websites or companies that are doing this? Um, to be awesome. I guess that's something that's just new opportunities. Yeah. I mean, it's not really, it's not very friendly for, for English speaking people, the websites that they have. Um, and I can tell you because obviously, you know, I can see it from that perspective, but it's the same thing that happened in China. I mean, when China tries to target uh, Western people, you know, they have a different mentality. So you need to really know uh, what, how they're thinking and, uh, you know, have someone to help you get into and get the most out of all these opportunities. And, and that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help everyone um, get, make, make the most of it. Nice, nice. So let's talk about some of the opportunities. I, I, I share a story sometimes about your, your friend, the 
run for one Congress, but was running when I was there. And uh, it's very, very interesting story about his father started this business opportunity of gold mines and machines. Um, so I know that's one project on the table. It's, it's like more of an investment opportunity for for people to uh, to have more effective ways of digging gold in the in in the. Uh, but that, I mean, there's that's a little bit of a very more of an investment one. But maybe we can share about some of that one a little bit if you think it's interesting yeah, for us I mean, or or some other kind of cases or or examples of what people could do. Yeah, I mean, let, I mean, let, let, let's talk about the gold um, opportunity. And, you know, I hear a lot of gold scams around the world in Africa, people trying to invest money somewhere, and then they, they it, the gold is fake. I mean, it, it, this is yeah. not what it, this is, you know, gold, and, and we're not trying to, to sell gold. And, and, you know, really what happened was that Colombia, because of all the violence and all the guerrillas um, around Colombia, there were places that you couldn't go, that the government couldn't even go. Uh, but there was, since the peace treaty was signed, um, all of the guerrillas are now working and uh, are working in mines, uh, are working in, in cities. Uh, all that land that was once used for uh, growing cocaine or other illegal uh, substances, uh, it's now open for people to explore. And, and really what has happened is that some places where it was obviously more, um, they were able to make more money out of growing cocaine. Uh, they didn't realize that under that, you know, it was gold mines. <laughs> I mean, one oh, of the, crazy. the, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so, but this particular uh, opportunity uh, is because most, you know, the tech, Colombia is not that technologically advanced, especially for mining. Uh, so what happens is that they actually mine the gold with their own hands. Um, they, they, they use, you know, some tools, but at the end of the day, they use their hands to take out the gold from the soil. Um, when, and what they're doing is instead of, and some of the gold is actually very, um, it, the texture is like sand, so they, they don't see the difference between one another. Uh, but if you were to use the tools and the machines that are nowadays are available, especially in China or in the United States, you would be able to use up to 90% of every single batch of sand that they collect instead of 50 of what they use now. So imagine they're throwing away 40% of the gold. Um, the problem is that yeah, the, the problem is that they, it's a big investment because you need to buy those machines. Uh, now, if there's listeners out there that are interested or that are experienced in this field um, and are willing to, to invest and bring some of the, those machines, there's a huge opportunity there. Uh, you know, I think it's a three-year return on investment for, uh, and then yeah, yeah. about a 50-year uh, that those machines can, uh, the, 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 the life, for those machines so you can keep on making money um, out of those machines for for a few years and so it's a that's one of the opportunities but you know it's not just gold it's coal silver clay copper iron gravel sand gemstones 
Do you know that Colombia is the biggest producer of emeralds in the world? I mean, that, that land is so rich. It's unbelievable. Uh, but there's plenty of more opportunities. It's, just, it's not just on mining on metals. Like, for example, real estate. You know, the biggest project in the history of Cartagena is getting built as we speak. We drove by when you went. Uh, they're creating new city with hospitals, universities, and schools. It, and uh, it's a great return on your investment. Uh, you know, and that's what, just one of the examples. Uh, but agriculture, like I said before, the abundance of agriculture products in Latin America. Uh, did you know that Colombia has 95 different types of fruits? Have you ever tried that many fruits? <laughs> yeah, I know that. I don't think I have either, but there's definitely a lot of them. And uh, vegetables, meat, chicken, fish, uh, clothing. Uh, Colombia is a major exporter of cotton um, in the world. So it has for years produced great quality of clothing at a very good price. And uh, it's very famous in the United States for its bathing suits. Mm. Um, tourism, uh, not just for visiting yourself, but Asian tourism agencies wishing, wishing to open new markets and destinations. We can help you with planning so you can bring your clients into Latin America um, and selling your products. I mean, Latin America is booming right now. And e-commerce is 20 years behind from the rest of the world. So now is the time to bring your products in and sell them through e-commerce. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it seems like something for every, almost everybody. And, uh, and we're building out. Yeah. I mean, we're building out the Spanish version of the site. Global from Asia a little bit, still a bit, still working on early stages of that, but I'm excited to also, also, um, reach more people in, in Latin America with the, the content here and, and what we're doing. Um, also the big news I think we're ready to share is we've been talking about this for a while. Well, I'll talk about something, doing something, uh, but some pretty big news is we're going to do the next cross-border summit in, in Colombia, 2019. Yeah, we got, (laughs) we got dates. Uh, It's way out there, but definitely marked a calendar March 18th to 22nd, 2019. And the basic idea was uh, we want to put all of our focus on one big event a year. Uh, rather than trying to have like a few different summits in the same year. So we did three in Shenzhen and uh, I think we're going to start to go to different cities. This being the first uh, new city. So it'll be our fourth annual cross-border summit and it will be in uh, Cartagena, Colombia. In uh, so, so we picked March because it's before the trade show season in Asia. So people can still make it to, the Canton Fair and the Global Sources and everything else. We don't want to try to make people choose, but it's also a good time of year, right, Esteban, to come down? It is a great time of the year. And um, I mean, I, I don't know if most people know, but uh, Cartagena is on the Caribbean. So it, they don't, you know, we don't really have seasons. We don't have winter or summer. Uh, it's always summer, <laughs> but it either rains a lot or it doesn't rain at all. And um, I like rain, uh, but for traveling purposes, uh, I'd rather keep away from it. And March is a great time of the year for that because it's, it's, um, the weather is not so hot. It's not so warm. It's, uh, and it doesn't rain um, as it does during the summer. Uh, so March is, is perfect. It's great. I'm, I'm really excited. I wish it was sooner. <laughs> 
just of I know, how excited I am. We, uh, <laughs> man, it's going to be, uh, we put everything into this every year. And uh, this one, we're really, we're really uh, going all at it quick so far in advance. So the, the, if you listen to the dates, 18, that's 18 to 20 seconds. That's 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. That's five days. So it's not, uh, it's not the normal. We started with the one day event in 2016 and two days last year, this year, this past year, 2018 is the third one. We did uh, a half day mastermind before the official event. Then we did two days of the event. And then actually we did a little Canton fair trip after uh, with this with this group of people so so uh, people really enjoyed the trip and the travel plus you know of course if you're coming out to Colombia in India you want to do the full thing you know you gotta we're gonna do a flight we're still talking about the exact itinerary but it will be a business trip after the summit so the idea is the first couple of days will be conference with the same uh, amazing content of speakers and uh we're actually going to add more trade show to it as well and then after we're going to go out to do some excursions see see we're going to also listen to what people want to see but exactly it can be it'll be like a, a, a real trip with uh flying to uh, different parts of colombia or even maybe other parts of latin america and uh doing some business uh business meetings and deals and visits and uh making making stuff happen that's what we're trying to do is uh you know learning and networking and and making deals so this is not just about colombia i mean and i want to make that clear i mean we have been working with the consulate from ecuador in guangzhou importing ecuadorian products into china Uh, one of them is is a specialty liquor called the spirit of ecuador Uh, we have great access to them being that my business partner santiago is from there, and we also have offices in Quito, uh, Ecuador, which is the capital. Um, in Peru, we are importing maca from there, and we are working with local growers to bring in more exotic products from there. So those three countries, we have the most connections w- with, but really the, this project is to bring everyone in. The trade show is to connect all of Latin America and use our experience there to successfully build the bridges with, with Asia. Uh, and there's 40-something countries in, in uh, Latin America. It, it's a big place, and there's a lot of different cultures, but there's one language. Uh, well, there's actually two, but Spanish is the, the, the biggest one. And um, so we all feel like we're from the same place. We all call ourselves Latin Americans. and, and we're. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited, Mike. I'm excited. What can I say? It's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be really amazing. So, of course, we got lots of time uh, to get everybody ready, but definitely mark your calendar. We like to have dates. So, March you know, 18th to 22nd, 95%, there will be no changes uh, unless something crazy happens. But we're going to have uh, keep it up at crossbordersummit.com slash 2019 And we'll keep adding to the page, as always, with uh, – with speakers and uh, the agenda and uh, probably super duper early bird pricing. We got to work out the venue and everything first, but uh, we will uh, keep people updated. It's always probably best to get on our email list. So you get the first, uh, first to uh, hear about it, but we um, are really excited about this and we're going to put everything at it. One amazing event a year and it's going to be happening for sure. Um, 
really big in in Colombia in uh, March. Yeah, and, and for all the Latin American uh, listeners, uh, we are working together to to you know connect you guys to China in a way that it has never been done before. And um, I want you guys to know that uh, there's going to be a website only in Spanish, and it's going to be focused on on you guys and and what your needs are. Uh, so we want to bring everyone together, Latin Americans, Chinese Americans, Europeans, everyone together. Uh, yeah. So it's very exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy about this. And, and you've done a really good job, Mike. Oh, thanks. That's fine. I mean, you, you see everybody's uh, been saying great stuff after beating you and hearing your, your uh, <laughs> talk at the summit. So we are uh, we're getting things happen. I think that's, that's the coolest part is we're both – and a lot of our listeners take action. So, you know, it's, it's going to be an interactive conference. We really try to make, uh, actually Danny McMillan, uh, at summit really enjoyed himself. And he said, it didn't feel like a, uh, a normal kind of like business event. It was like a retreat because yeah, everybody's, I think he says it's kind of like the way I am. Like I'm kind of like this cat kind of like casual or comfortable to talk to each other. Um, but yeah, we're really going to try to make it where, people aren't just sitting in a room quiet listening. Uh, of course there's gonna be amazing speakers, but it's also gonna be about making business happen, making, uh, making business. It's going to be so global. I mean, it's going to be amazing. We've got people in from in, uh, at the events and also on the, on the media. So we, we put it out on media and people off, off the media, like emailed us and contacted us to, uh, to get involved with Latin America from China. So, of course, like, like Esteban said, Americans are welcome. I know there's a lot of people that keep asking to do the cross-border summit in the U.S., but uh, Colombia's not so far away. So, uh, so uh, it's, it's not it, – I came down when I was in the U.S. for a few days. It's not a, not a big trip, so you're welcome to come. Yeah, it's, what, and, one and a half uh, hours away from Florida? Yeah, I mean, from Florida, it was, uh, it was a really reasonable flight, uh, time, and money. So yeah, it was just a few hours, less than a few hours, and uh, and I was there. And uh, of course, we're gonna work it out. These visitors will be, of course, uh, as always on the on the future podcasts. I'll be sharing updates as we progress. Maybe get Espan on later in the in the year as we get closer to uh, give you guys more updates. But uh, it's gonna be really amazing and. Uh, I think uh, people's heads are spinning and excited, but I asked so what's the, what's the best way? I mean, how can, should we say people email you? I mean, of course we got the websites, we got your websites. So what, what do you think some ways people can take a next step from here? Well, I mean, I, I'm going to just throw my WeChat out there because I really like to, to connect with, with people and grow my, my network. And so my, my WeChat is Esteban Kadamani. Um, e s t e b a n k a d a m a n i. I'm also on the group chat uh, for Global from Asia, so you can contact me there. Uh, add me okay. to to your friends, and um, my email is esteban at infinitegroup.asia. But obviously, they can just contact you, and and you know you can connect me to them if if necessary. Sure, sure. sounds great. All right, Espan, thanks again. Uh, we've been talking quite a bit the last few days. Preparing, there's still a lot of preparing to do. But also, the best way, like I said, we've been talking on, on some one-on-one calls. I think the best is a community. So if you're listening, 
we want you to get involved. Um, I know there's people at the summit are already interested. Uh, there's so many ways to get involved with what, what we're doing. So yeah, definitely uh, reach out to us and to and the, like take action and make 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 uh, this cross border business international business happen. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for your time, Mike, and and thank you for everybody listening. Um, I I can't wait to see you all in Cartagena. It's gonna be amazing. All it right, will. thanks, Esteban. Thank you, Mike. Want to check out a factory experience in China in virtual reality? We are a pioneer here at Global From Asia doing a tour of a factory in China for you to browse and enjoy. It's a Eno Plus factory, a solar LED factory that you can check out multiple rooms. You don't even need a VR headset. You can do it on your web or on your mobile phone. Check it out at globalfromasia.com slash VR. VR for virtual reality. More to come soon. All right, exciting. What do you guys in shock? I've been telling some people after three years in Shenzhen, China, we're going to do next year's summit in Colombia on the other side of the world, literally. But the other cool thing is we're going to try to do one on the east, Eastern Hemisphere, and which we've done three now in China, and then one on the Western Hemisphere. So alternating every other year and trying different countries, kind of like the Olympics or something, getting people to vote. So we're already thinking about 2020. 2019 is set in Cartagena, Colombia. South America. So I know we've gotten people asking us to go closer, some people in the US, some people in Europe. So we're doing it. We're in a different location totally. I'll be going to Colombia. It's set for March 18th to 22nd. Notice it's five days. It's two days conference. The first two days, 18th and 19th, and then 2021 and 22 will be a three day business trip. We actually have to fly together. It'll be like a group flight <laughs> somewhere. Uh, we're still sorting out the details. But if you're totally down for a Global From Asia and Cross Border Summit, uh, you're listening all the way through to the show, you know we got some always some good stuff and uh, it'll be an experience for sure. So if you're a super fan and you're listening to this when it just comes out, we got a really special offer. I'm not going to say it on the voice because this show is evergreen and uh, it's going down in history. <clears throat> but if you want to check it out, you can see our special offer at crossbordersummit.com slash 2019-2019 for the year 2019. And we'll have a special offer that will be showing for you. Uh, let's give it a couple of weeks because I know some people take some time. And you'll get some amazing opportunity for taking a plunge. What is it, like eight months in advance or something like that? More than that, nine months? So... You know, Esteban and I decided to put this out as soon as possible, get the word out. I'm really, really excited. Um, we're going global from Asia. Actually, we're also going to make a Spanish language podcast. I'll be the first guest, Mike Gringo, but we'll be speaking in English and maybe a few Spanish words. But globalfromasia.com slash ES for Espanol. It's, uh, it's a work in progress, so if you're looking at it right away, it's probably a little bit ugly. But just like Global From Asia was ugly when it first started i think you just gotta get things going esteban will be hosting that in spanish language so we're ramping it up to build up the conference we're gonna have chinese spanish and english executives in cross-border e-commerce and import export hanging out in colombia i'm totally excited so now it's already a lot of work we built up the site a little bit already the team here 
and there's a lot more work to do, of course. If you're interested to get involved, of course, attending and supporting, sponsoring, speaking, you know, we have like 30, 40 speakers, two plus days plus the business trip. Uh, you know, I got the Columbia coffee I'm looking for. If you got some products you're looking for, some opportunities, we got gold mines, all kinds of crazy stuff. We're going to try to organize all of this and, uh, and make people do some amazing global cross-border international business. See you there. And uh, if you want links and stuff in the show notes, actually, Espan gave us a ton. Globalfamilia.com slash episode 226. Over and out. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.